One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Cool fact a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage for you. Learn more at uh1.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hello, everyone, and welcome to this weekly episode of Flats and Shanks. I'm Tom Shanklin. I'm David Flatman. Back to the original. Hey, hey. no, I would no, I always did. Who? Yeah, well, we took it. Well, you probably did the first twenty because you're a control freak. But then, because you're ill, one day you let me do it. Yeah, yeah. Never look back. It's not the same. Can hey. I just say one thing? Oh, yeah. um, I'm going to say a few things, but first off, the main point is that if you listen to this. Make sure you're also downloading the ITV and STV Six Nations podcast because that's where you're going to get all the international action and chat. Guests and all that. Yeah, this is going to be quite a short one. Yeah, but you know what? Sometimes short and sharp's nice, isn't it, Tom? Sometimes I like to go into the gym and just blast out 10 minutes. That's it. We used to do this test called the Leeds test. Do you ever do that? Whereabouts should you do that, mate? If I was French, I'd say it was, oh, we did it up north. Yeah. If I was, um, did it in a castle in Kent, um, did it at Scotland Yard, actually, just following Leeds. But if I were French, I would say it was horrendous because it was horrendous. Mm. It was, the thing is, when you describe it, it doesn't sound that bad, but I challenge any of our listeners who've never done it, I bet loads of them have because they're keynotes, to do a Leeds test either on a Watt bike or a row and ergo, the concept two. Go as hard as you can for 30 seconds. Gold medal pace for 30 seconds. Then 30 off. Do that six times. You're pretty good at doing a real short, intense row. Because I've yeah. seen your figures come through. Because yeah. you're pretty good at pulling. We... But you've got a strong back. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. But for some... Yeah. I've, I've weirdly... This Which is, is weirdly what I find attractive in women. <laughs> <laughs> and potential pets um, slash prisoners. But I... Uh, I can't reach the windows. I used to, well, I used to row a bit. We, we all did, didn't we, when we were playing for training and stuff. And for someone who's got um, stumpy arms and stumpy legs, I've got, this is not a humble brag, it's just a brag. I've got incredibly close to the national record of 500 metres on the ergo. Mate, you're, you're powerful. I wouldn't say pocket rocket because... I'm not tiny. I'm 20 stones. That's not yeah, tiny, is it? Yeah, and... But for short distances, we've well, got to be, haven't you? That's your, yeah. That's your USP. I tell you, who's really, really good on the rower, who puts me in the shade. Oh, not Steve that I'm not that I'm anything special. Matthew Pinson. I'd do them over five hundred. Tom James. I'd do them over five hundred. Bet you. Okay. Who? Um. Uh. Tom Wood. Really. Northampton flanker. Walters. I've row. started doing a few rowing sessions in the gym now. Have you? Shall I tell you what I've been doing? Well. 
five minutes on the rower, mm. five minutes on the bike, four minutes on the rower, four minutes on the bike, all the way down to guess what? One. Then back up, yeah? The first time I started that, I had it in my head that was what I was going to do. But halfway through the first five minutes, I just knocked it down to four. Yeah. yeah just cut 10 minutes off straight away. You're retired now, boy. Well, no, I had, I had You get out 10 minutes earlier, I forgot it? I had a meeting. <laughs> with Costa, with a Cortado. Oh, with a millionaire shortbread. I don't, I don't. I don't do any. Do you know what? I um, don't. Well, I've only worn it a couple of times ever. But I've got like a heart rate monitor that I found. You know, polar thing. That oh, you never, brilliant! That, yeah. you ne- that you never wear if you're not actually training. But um, like if you're not a pro. But I wore it in the gym. Just wondered what my heart rate was. Mm. And I'm just doing weights, and my heart rate was really high, like good aerobic anaerobic heart rate. So I just think that means I don't have to do cardio ever again. Walk my dogs for 45 minutes a day and lift weights. I've got a watch on a Garmin watch, not plug at all, but. Tells me yeah. everything on there. Steps, heart rate, the lot. Stress. I was checking out my heart rate before and stress levels before I went in for the vasectomy. I know, and you sent us pictures. A little was, bit high. Was it? Yeah. You a bit nervous, were you? Tiny bit. You know, you're always nervous with the unknown. Mm. Uh, I've had a quite a busy week. Hang on, sorry, sorry, sorry. What have you been up to, fella? I've had quite a busy week. I went down to the Six Nations launch. Oh, yeah, you did, Wednesday didn't you? to the Hurlingham Club. Wow, uber nice, exclusive. Yeah. Fit right in there, me. Second home, isn't it? Yeah. And I went with the BBC and I wasn't quite sure what I was doing. I thought I might be sat down interviewing the players and coaches as they come round. So I thought it was going to be quite serious, you know, talking through the squads, who's fit, who's not fit, their chances, etc. I get fit looking. (laughs) (laughs) The women were there as well. Oh, Tommy. I get there and basically I've got a Roman mic. I've got a cameraman who's sometimes on me, sometimes not. And I've just got to try and pull players and coaches to the side and have a quick chat with them. That's not an easy gig, that. And be funny. That was the last thing. That's not easy. Just be funny. I was like, all right, I've had no prep. I've not thought of anything. So I'm going to have a chat with Sergio Parise. He was the first one. I think he had to Google me before. Of course he didn't. Of course he didn't. Um, I said, Sergio, what's it like chatting to me now? Like looking in the mirror. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> sorry <pardon>? yes <laughs> but it's really good like Conor O'Shea Sergio um, Greg Laidlaw I managed yeah. to get them all oh yeah yeah so apart from Eddie Jones why didn't you get him no one wanted to go up and ask him really well I had Owen Farrell yeah I, I said to him um, I mean I don't want to spoil a piece for you I'm sure you'll download it and watch it after you've downloaded the ITV STV podcast, yeah, I said I, you know, I played at Saracens back in the day. Are they still talking about me? <laughs> <laughs> but my point is, my point is, like, if I had t- a bit of time to think, you could have asked him some real good questions. Like, I was thinking on the car on the way back. I said, Oh, we oh, bet you some great ones. Yeah. Why don't I ask him? Like, right, you got Ireland first off. You put your kit on. You're walking through the tunnel at the Aviva Stadium to go out and practice your kicking. You bump into your dad. What do you say? Yeah. But, yeah, all right. All you know, right. that's my life, really. All right. Could have, should have, would have. Yeah, probably, so you the story of. a song about that one day. Yeah. <laughs> Last words of a yeah, no. healthy lookalike. So, so then on, so then uh, Friday, I went up on an early flight, seven o'clock flight to Dublin. To cover Leinster the the Scarlets. Oh right, okay. Early flight, which was good because you get an early check in, and then yeah. I just blitzed a little bit of Netflix. Have you watched Fire? 
Oh, no. Can't wait, though. It's, I, put it, I literally put it on my netters list last night. We've all got a mate like that. Like, um, I've forgotten his name now, McFarlane. Um, just a charlatan. Just, just an absolute fake. I mean, I've got Reese Blumberg. That's my mate. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Sell, but, sell you the dream. But these people so often go all right. Like, Blum's had proper jobs on that, you know? Yeah, I mean, this I've got, I can't even remember this guy's name now. McFarlane's surname. But he is the type of guy that's going to go through, I, I think, three or four failed ventures, and then he's going to make it. But the only problem that he's got is that he just cons so many people out of so much money for this festival. Yeah. You know, promising them gourmet food, and they come with a bit of bread and cheese in a box. Promising them... Don't ruin it for me, boy. I'm not. Promising them... Well, you know what happens, don't you? Um, yeah, promising them luxury accommodation and they get hurricane tents. But it's unbelievable watch. Make sure you get into that. Apparently, who was it last night? Said it. Somebody tweeted about it and said it is a physically, it might have been Don Day or someone, physically uncomfortable to watch. Yes, I would agree with that. But I'll tell you what I did watch this week and oh my God. I, I, feel, I still feel like a bit weird when I think about it. The Bross documentary. Yes. Mate. Yes. Fella, pal, mate, that honestly, I never know which one's which. I, I don't want to be that guy. They're, let's not cast aspersions, but they are both... Billy McFarlane. Billy McFarlane, there you go. They are both, Luke and Matt Goss, challenged, you would say, in terms of overall stability and psychological balance. Then you would say, the one, not the drummer, who's the, who's the drummer? I think it's Matt. Matt. The guy who's not the drummer, the singer, the lead singer. I never know which one's which. I think it feels reasonable no, to Matt's say... Matt's the lead singer. Luke is the drummer. Yeah, so Matt was off his tits the whole time. I, I look at those two and I really enjoyed it. It was very David Brent and very awkward to watch. It was it was more David Brent than David but Brent. But it's... You can imagine those two like fighting over for the affection of their mother. You know, both want to be the alpha male. One is... Obviously, Matt is the band leader, but then you've got Luke then keeps trying to justify his place there. Yeah, really, really insecure about it. Really insecure. So sad. But then Matt seemed quite a control freak, so it's it was quite difficult. Did you see the awkward argument they had when Luke wanted to try something again yeah. from the drums and then Matt wouldn't let him and then it was very... Very strange, and but they the, can't they can't let things go either, can they? They looked at a picture of someone's concert or an idea, a design idea for the concert, and it was like, oh, they look like real. Well, they, are, they look like real lights, not just CGI, and it's like they are real. What? Yeah, they're real lights, and that's it. Completely lost his gone, lost the plot, gone. Now you've pissed me off now. <laughs> but it was so, so much it good just, stuff in there, so much good content. They're talking about conkers. I know, it's the state of Britain, isn't it? Broken Britain. Yeah. Just, un- it, I honestly can't believe people like that are out, not the people that are out there, everyone's out there. Watch the Ted Bundy tapes, Jesus, there's ever talk, all sorts out there, but t- people are out there and on, I don't know how better to put it, on the edge and living on street corners. Like, how, how can you be that imbalanced and still have a house and a car and a job? Like, amazing, good on them, but... They, I actually Jesus. forgot how big they were back in the 80s. Me too. I didn't 90s. quite have a grasp on that. Obviously, you heard of them and you used to put the bottle tops in your boots. 
What? Yeah. Wear a white t-shirt and denim jacket. What bottle tops? What's that? They just put bottle tops. Um, like what, the Newcastle Ale bottle tops, you know, the ones you flick them off the top. Yeah? Put them in your boots? Yeah, that's what they used to do. Bros used to do I that. don't get it. Put them in your boots. What do you mean? On your laces. Just tie them to your laces. Did they? Yeah. Didn't I you from Stately Home, mate. You wouldn't do that, would you? I'm from Maystone, Kent, mate. And I remember ringing my mate, Toby Wilson. No, Daniel Bokes, it was. I rang Boksy on a Christmas Day. It was either Bokes or Toby. I can't remember saying my main present for that Christmas was... This is how posh we were. My main present from Father Christmas was the new Bros tape. And I rang him and said, this is my main present. And I couldn't believe it. I, can't, I don't remember any other presents from my childhood, almost. A bike. Platinum and framed. A scale electric and a Bros tape. That was it. Yeah, so that was... Unbelievable documentary, but I know we've just had a chat off air, but you've been watching the Ted Bundy tapes as well. Ted Bundy, my We used to call God. Ben Blair Ted Bundy. Oh, I saw it. That's where I got it from. You put it on Twitter. Can't wait to hear Ben Blair's story. Because he introduced me to a book called The Iceman, which is about Richard Kulkinski, and that's um, a really good book. It's about a serial killer, a hitman for the mob that they used back in the day, and mm. Ben Blair used to love anything to do with murderers and he actually looks a little bit like Ted Bundy so and behaves Ted. like him and he, and he kills in a, lot, in a very similar way great player what I've heard yeah, he top point scorer still at the Blues I think but it was I didn't realise now spoiler alert so if you don't want to know what happens I'm sure you all know don't spoil it too hard mate okay but because I've only seen one and a half eps okay don't, don't spoil it for me just why don't you just FCUK STFU just Blank yourself out of your mind for a minute and just go to that happy place. But I can't believe he escaped twice. <laughs> but, you know, that's El Chapo for you, isn't it? <laughs> I, I read this book years ago and I keep trying to... Well, I keep trying to think. I could just Google it, but I can't be asked. But it was about a mafia enforcer, basically a hitman, who went around and did the killing and the filling in for... Uh, mafia. There was in, I think it was in New York, it was in Brooklyn or something like that. So it's not the so, Iceman, is it? No, it wasn't no. that. Because that name didn't ring a bell when you said it. It was what made me think of it. But if anyone knows what it is, tweet us or Insta or something. Well, I mean, you've really narrowed but, that down. No, but well, once I've explained it, but okay. it was about a hitman. It's the same old story, really, except that he wasn't one of those guys just without a conscience who basically a psychopath who could just kill 30 people, torture them, get information or don't get it, kill them anyway, don't care about their kids that sort of stuff, this guy really enjoyed killing. So the mafia bosses in the end were like, you need to calm down a bit. Yeah. And in the, end, hobby. in the end, the bosses were so scared of him that they decided to have him killed, have him whacked. Except it didn't work because he found out about it and one of his buddies said to him, look, you're getting whacked. So he turned up and killed everyone. So there were six guys who were put aside to kill him and whatever. And he's just going to a normal meeting at this diner, walks in, diner's empty, it's like, hang on a minute, something's not right. This must be the time they're doing it. What era? Gun, bang, bang, bang. It's just uh, six months ago. Um, no, I don't know. Okay. don't know. But he killed, killed everyone. And then all the mafia bosses went into hiding because this guy loves killing. And it's like, well, actually, he's not scared of dying. He loves death. Yeah. So it's quite an interesting one, actually. Um, we have to have a little shout out to Tommy Bow. Listens to the podcast, does a lot of driving. Now work, he's fronting Ear Sports in Ireland, so he's the main anchor for the coverage out there. The main the, what? Yeah. Gotcha. He's leading the show. Oh, good on him. Hi, Tommy. I had a couple of drinks with him after the game. Tommy Bo, guess what his favourite drink is? 
Is it cheap cider? <laughs> <laughs> is it white lightning? With a bit of blackcurrant in. Uh, we had a couple of pints of Guinness. Cool, but um, it also tastes different over there, doesn't it? It does. It's brewed in an island as well. Oh, I got a taxi Someone tweeted day. us, it's brewed in an island. Oh, really? Yeah, it's not. they closed their... The brewery down. Brewery. It's hard word, that. It's like down. jewelry. But just, jewelry. just while we're on Guinness quickly, make sure you get on the Guinness Pint Predictor. And that is on Match Pint. Guinness Match Pint. Match Pint Guinness, yeah. And join yeah. the Flats and Shanks League. It's about it's a score prediction uh, throughout the Six Nations and you can win free drinks and reclaim them at your local pub. It's yeah, amazing. You get a little text on your phone and you've won a pint and you go to the pub and your pint of Guinness is gratis. It's gratis to join it. You may as well do it. The Guinness frankly. Pint Predictor. Matchpint.co. I was in a taxi the other day, and this driver said, no, this isn't a joke, by the way. You know, I just said to you, well, it tastes different over there, doesn't it? Yeah. It's one of those really unoriginal things you say. You know when you ask a taxi driver what time you're knocking off and that sort of stuff, if, especially if he's fit. But he was like, so, uh, what do you reckon the old Brexit stuff then? And I said, we really going there? He said, well, can't they just still get it sorted? You know what I mean? Arguing like school children. And I'm looking like looking at the other lads in the taxi, Matt Powers, and look at the lads in the back. And I was like, "Is this guy for real?" And Cy Williams was in there, like you, you know, you know, Cy. And I was like, "Is this guy for real?" He goes, "Well, you know, I just got to, it's you know, this what they just behaving like children and get it sorted out." And so I, I was thought to myself, "I'll give it a second. I'll give it a second. Because I didn't want to engage at all. I was like, I can't be bothered, and I don't know enough, and I don't want to be that guy. So I was just like, I said, "What do you think we should do? What are the main, what are the main issues with Theresa May's deal for you? Why don't you call Andy Good?" <laughs> yeah, I should have called Gouda, yeah. Political correspondent. But I was like, but I, I said, what I said, what are your views on the Theresa May deal? Like, what, what amendments would you make? Well, well, I mean, well, I felt like, you know, what's his name? Um, I've completely forgotten his name now from LBC, London's LBC Radio. He's brilliant. Yeah, um, I, know the, I know exactly what you mean. James, oh, James O'Brien. Um, just genius, that guy, I think. And, and well, so does everyone else, I think. I you can say Dimbleby. Yeah, yeah. So I was like, Jimmy Nesbitt. So I just said, what, what amendments would you make then to the proposal? He's like, well, it's got to be, it's got to be a plan B. I was like, yeah, but okay, but what amendments would you make to plan A? What would you change about plan A? He was like, just, do you know what? You used to be able to trust them. You used to be able to, I was like, yeah, I know, what, what bits don't you trust? And he's like, yeah, so yeah you rugby boys, are you? Yeah, <laughs> Six Nations coming up, isn't it? I was like, here we go. <laughs> You haven't got a clue, mate. Stop well, pretending you have. <laughs> reading the sun of you, mate. Yeah, like you. Have you seen how many countries are bankrupt in uh, Europe? How many? Loads. Oh, loads. You're reading Germany the sun again, have you? No, I just saw a stat the other day. Mm. Not much money. Um, I do have to little shout out to a man called Stu Gills. Bumped into him in Birmingham after one of the. Was his dad a fisherman? One of. The- <laughs> Was his mum was his mama chef? Walters, was his mama the, cook? Ron, Stu Gills. One of the Robert Walters events we did in Birmingham. So he loves a podcast. So oh, Gilsey. Yeah, well then Gilsey. He's a good lad actually. And I tell you what, since Hope he, that helps, all right. Since he got out of prison and went straight, he's doing really well, isn't he? Yeah. Isn't he? I yeah, mean, well. it's like, oh, they call it armed robbery, but <laughs> they you know, you got no idea what situation he was in and what provoked it. But I mean he's a he is effectively a convicted criminal. So yeah. Did we get did we get to what you've been up to? Yeah, you've what have you been up to? Oh, not a lot. Well, I did uh, I did something controversial last week. Shooting? Yep. Knew it. Clay pigeons. Well, how's that controversial? It's not. I was just winding you up. All right. Um, he had a very nice time. If you eat them, I've got no problem with it. I'm, I'm talking about live game now. 
Yeah, me too. Okay. What the, the kind of shooting, not that you're interested, the kind of shooting I'm not into is... Lions. Thousand bird days and tro- trophy hunting, obviously. No one should be into that because if you're into that, you're a prick. But then it's thousand bird days where you just, you can't, you can't load quick enough. You just, and even if they get eaten, it just feels gross. Like, and there are some shoots, I think it came out in the paper a while ago. There are some shoots where they don't get eaten. They get buried or burned or whatever. Yeah. Where I went, they all get picked up by game dealers and chefs and restaurant, restaurant buyers and stuff. So at that, I feel okay about that side of it. But Can then, I come when you go to Mexico? I'm yeah. really good at it. Generally. I bet you are, yeah. I bet you actually are. I've got a um, nice barber wax jacket I want to wear as well. Yep, perfect. And you've got to find a place to wear it. So I've got I got this amazing, you know, you love getting kit. Um, in the end, I got I went down a Google rabbit hole about a year ago and it was like, right, I want the best, I want the best shooting jacket there is. And there's like this musto technical shooting jacket. Yeah. And I mean weirdly because they say kit kit you know workmen and tools and all that since I st- I've always been a really crap shot but I enjoy the social because it's slow gin every 20 minutes and it's loads of food it's wicked it's a, and champers it's a wicked day but and everyone everyone's in wicked old Land Rovers and I love all that so it's kind so, of I like yeah. that scene but then since I started wearing a better coat <laughs> and so like swanky wellies I literally am hitting more feel so the part I'm going to get a, good I'm going to get a gun I like Shouting stuff for the clays, so you're going to shout pull. I don't bet you wouldn't, would you? No, shout other stuff like what? Hello, <laughs> hole, <laughs> doll. Yeah. yeah, I mean, it's it, yep. in that in that sense, it's great. Fun. Makes me laugh. Like for on um, Friday night for the game, yeah. Um, obviously, the commentator starts off doesn't he explain uh talking through the teams and the kickoff and then he throws to you doesn't he yes and deep down inside it just makes me laugh every single time I just say hello and good evening everyone yeah <laughs> it just gets yeah. me yeah ross harris picked up on it on twitter yeah called me richard Beno, but was he <laughs> clive does that as well clive Wibber does that i love it though it really tickles me on the inside uh, yep good evening hello everyone welcome lol does it sometimes i know i love it I Just little it. things. Um, so you've been shooting. Clive right? does it because it's his thing yeah. and he's classy. Lowell is classy, but he, Lowell, because he might be the third person to speak in a room, doesn't matter whether he wants to or not. He owns the room. Yeah. Good evening, everyone. Because he's the main attraction. It's not that he knows it. He just is. He probably literally does own the room. Yeah, he probably does, yeah. Um, so that, and then I, that was a, you know, you shoot for one day, you need two nights away, but stay with a lovely guy. I love some lovely guys and a really good time, a few blooming beers. But I had a couple of meetings on Thursday in London, but then I did a, a lunch at the In-N-Out Club, which is sort of a military, one of those posh gentlemen's clubs. Were you there long? Nah, I just popped it in. And, um, but that was for the uh, Health and Vitality Awards, Footprint Media. But they're basically, Charlie Myers is um, a posh git that I know through Mark Durden Smith. So one day, posh Durders couldn't do it, couldn't host a lunch. Yeah. Uh, so he's posh mate he's even posher than Durders posh Charlie called me and said Flatters can you do a lunch for us old boy and I thought this guy's got to be 80 he's like my age he's like our age oh amazing um, frilly and the best thing was that his one of his bloody bespoke Savile Row suits had ruddy well split on the arse so when I got there at the, the lunch today, his ruddy undercarriage was hanging out so that took some bloody fixing uh, but we had a that's actually I've done it the last few years it's really really good fun 
Um, and who better to host the Health and Vitality Awards um, on St. James's Square in London than man, grossly... a 20-stone man who red meat consumption is equivalent to eight people, drives a supercharged V8 petrol 4x4, and... Doesn't walk anywhere. His BMI is so high, can't get health insurance, private health insurance. So just fingers crossed, hope for the NHS. The only exercise he gets is a long poo. Yeah, exactly it. Yeah, well, I can get a sweat on doing a poo. Um, okay. Yeah, so, you know, and then a couple of meetings. I actually went to went to Michelle's house in Kent. Went to see Mish in Kent because my folks are down there. So I popped Never in there. Never been invited. Had yeah. a few hours down there. It was, do you know what, Tom? It was bloody lovely. It was lovely. And I took my my little daughter had a friend to sleep over last night. Um, they went to bed really, really well. They were allowed to stay up a bit late, went to bed really, really well. And then I woke up at about 1am and this weird thing where I realised I'd forgotten to brush my teeth at 1am. So I got up to brush my teeth. Because the devil will get you. Yeah, yeah. We get yeah. in trouble. Because Uncle Buck can test your toothbrush, can't he? So I went and brushed my teeth and I heard this little bitches still awake. 1am. Three times you swear now, mate. Careful. Bitches are female dogs. That's what my daughters say. Morning, bitch. Like, you can't say that. Stop female dog. It. Oh, you're a female dog. Oh, sorry. Um, anyway, so not a lot of sleep went on. So this morning, you know when your kids haven't slept, it's like you, they're horrible. Yeah. So it's like, right, straight to the swimming pool in Bath. Bit of lunch. Dump, done. Tire them out. Yeah, tire them out. And leave them to someone else, ideally. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volur XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which 
is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Rugby-wise, Premiership wasn't on this week, was it? No, so it's a funny one because it's a Prem Rugby Cup weekend. It used to be the Anglo-Welsh and Tommy Shanks would have a little bit of work. Yeah. But doesn't anymore, does he? No. Butchered your career, that, isn't it? Killed it. Even though you're a Prem legend as well, they seem to forget that. They're very quick to forget, aren't they? But it's round... And to pay. Whatever it is, six of the Prem Rugby Cup. And yeah. half of those games, three of the six games were played this weekend. And three of them weren't. They played later. So it's like that's actually a bit... Of an odd one, that, isn't it? But it meant that we could have a bit slightly more relaxed weekend. Which I suppose are very limited for you. Oh, very limited. You're making the most of it. I can just tell by the way you're sitting yeah. that you've got no socks on. Yeah. You're really at ease with yourself. You're comfortable in your own skin. Yeah. I'm like a Norwegian billionaire architect without the skills or money. Well, can I talk to you a little bit about rugby? Because I covered the Leinster Scarlets game. Now, Leinster... A pretty decent no matter what team they put out. Mm. First, seconds. Thirds, fourths. Under 15s, 16s. They've yeah. got a couple of real good centres. Conor O'Brien and O'Loughlin mm. as well. Roy O'Loughlin. Roy O'Loughlin, quite unlucky, I suppose, not to get in the Irish squad. Some decent uh, boys but they're just really well coached, aren't they? And, you know, the Irish schools, the Leinster schools, loads of players coming through there. Mm. Often have to leave Leinster now to go on other, onto other clubs. But the Scarlets could have and probably should have won. What? I know. So nothing really much happening at halftime. Leinster are winning 10-0. They score towards the end. It's a pretty big win there. But second half starts. Paul Asquith playing mm. on the wing. Mm. Australian from the Aussie Seven circuit. Scarlet signed him. He's been a real good signing for him. Intercepts. No. Runs all the way from the halfway line. Dives in the corner. He's not tackled. He just dives in the corner to score a try think brilliant scarlets are back into it uh uh-uh. uh ref has a look at the tmo replay yeah he's dived just a little bit early hoping to slide in before uh-huh. he's reached the line the ball is because the ground is so hard has been knocked on oh no <laughs> he's regathered it and gone over the line no try oh no I've not seen that for a long time. No. I can't remember the last time I saw that. No. We saw, obviously, the Freddie Burns one where that gets popped out of his hand. But he's obviously under a bit of pressure, but no one's tackled him. He's just gone too early, hoping to slide in. But the ground's so hard, he's just bumped and fumbled the ball a little bit, then regathered it and gone over. So No glidey, no slidey. From a, from a distance, it looks like a try, but it wasn't. Then you have uh, Dan Jones misses a kick right in front of the posts. Near enough. Yeah, uh, Hardy scores for Scarlets a couple of tries looks really good Johnny McNichol is just wonderful at 15 isn't he yeah just glides when yeah. he runs with the ball often beats so many defenders yeah doesn't look strong but just does and then right at the end 
I'm trying to think who it is that makes a break. It might have been, I can't remember who, some, one of the Scarlet's players makes a break. And I think it might be McNichol or Asquith. But there's Hardy's on the inside. But it's the 80th minute, the clock's gone red. Mm. Hardy, the scrum half, has got nothing in him whatsoever. Had he had a little bit extra right in the tank, he could have kept up. The pass inside would have sent him over and the Scarlet's would have won the game. But What a win that would have been. Leinster sort of gave him a bit of a lesson on taking their chances. They're yeah. loads of ball, but yeah. didn't quite do it. Um, Daly was really good on the wing for, Les- uh, for Leinster. I think he was a top try scorer last year. And um, Lowe on the wing as well. James Lowe. Yeah, what a really, Yeah. You know, he's, you give him a one-on-one. Yeah, game over. It is but he, loves over. It. he looks for work as well. Yeah. He puts himself about so much. Good defender. Really does. Benetton drew with Ulster. 17 yeah. Now, that's a team that's coming good. They're getting there, aren't they? I mean, most of the players now in Ireland are coming from Ireland and are playing in Ireland. I'll say that again. Most right. of the players in Italy, yeah, in the squad, in the national squad, are playing in Italy now. Yeah. So you're getting the benefits of of that in the league. And I know we've hammered the Irish teams, a fair, Italy teams a fair bit. It begins with an I, that's what's killing me. But... Mm. They are getting stronger. But these Israeli teams are just... <laughs> these, Dragons, I, these Icelandic packs. Dragons Munster was a classic, 8-7. Oh, no thanks. But Southern Kings... Yes. Have you seen the try? Yes. It's by Penks. What a try. Penx. Unbelievable try. What a try. Not sit, Was he offload a little bit forward? No, don't say that. No, okay, I won't. But what... The... What's the guy's name that gives makes a break and gives the offload? Anyway, I'll think of it in a minute. What Banda. an athlete. What an athlete. No, it wasn't Banda. What a specimen ripping through the middle there. Jeepers. Yeah. I'm not sure. Uh, Rokua, maybe. Couldn't tell you. But, yes, real gas as well. Real pace to finish that off. Love seeing that. And Edinburgh, they've hit some massive form recently yeah, as well. You know, qualifying for Europe. Yeah. Doing the double over Glasgow. Yeah. And then come unstuck against the Southern Kings it was a great result for them yeah I'd... but then you see what Edinburgh are doing in Europe and you kind of expect them to win that mm. don't you, you but obviously these teams are hit a lot harder from um, internationals being away yeah but then but when you see you, know, you wouldn't expect Leinster to then go and lose would you Just sort of, you know it's yeah. kind of a club in better health in terms of depth oh, but yeah Edinburgh are doing great stuff and I, I really like that and it's also you know it's not about Richard Cockerell, solely about Richard Cockerell, but it's quite a nice story, isn't it? The weather was pretty poor this weekend. The Blues beat Connaught 8-7, similarly to Lush, Munster and the Dragons game. But <laughs> one thing that you have to pick out from that game was the have finish to, by want. Owen Lane. Yeah. He's back. From he's injury. back. He's been he's injured bad. a few times with Meaning various um, niggles, but... The way he finishes off that try, how he gets off the ground, it's a lovely little break off the back of the scrum by Lloyd Williams and draws in. You know, when the wheel goes, the scrum half comes round, the winger has to step in, yeah. create a natural overlap. And the finish by Lane is, not yeah. many people can do that. Yeah, it's mega. Um, there's a few, obviously there's quite a few wingers out there that can, but what I'm saying is like your average mill, run of the mill winger will not finish that. He does, it's fantastic. Run of the wing miller. But he's, I just... There's so much competition, it seems, for him. Is he going to... There is a lot of competition. Is he going to get a nudge? 
get a run. It's like anyone of his standard and level. You just need to stay fit for long periods. You yeah. can't. You can't play well for four to six weeks, then miss a month, then Expect come back. To get a load of caps. You know there needs to be a little bit of stability and yeah, in the amount of times and games you play and staying injury free. That's the only issue. But that's just professional sport, though, isn't it? So. But also, you're going into things like World Cups, and I think if you... It's a lot easier for someone like George North, who, who can play a string of games, get injured, then come back, because people know the pedigree, people know credit how well in the bank. he is. He's got credit in the bank. But, but he's only got that because he stayed fit for a very long time. Yeah, so he, he doesn't, he, you know, he proves the rule. Yeah. But, but then you start talking about <clears throat> campaigns like World Cup campaigns, and you, you know, including the prep, you need to be durable to get through that. Hugely. Most guys, of course, do get through it. But when you, I always think you'd, an interesting one will be someone like Sam Underhill, who is a clear, a clear open side selection for England. He's one of, you know, if he's not first choice, he's very close to it. So he clearly goes to the World Cup if he's fit. Yes. But if it comes down to really close choices, there's not a, long, a lot between him and Curry. And then you start thinking, well, doesn't play any other positions. That's one thing. But also, he hasn't yet, as far as I'm aware, since he signed for Bath, put a long put a load of games together and stayed fit. So you start thinking, well, actually, we're going to put all this time into this guy. And are we confident he's just not going to break halfway through the World Cup and have to yeah. get someone else in who hasn't played or hasn't done the systems and hasn't done the prep? So I guess you then start taking extra players through all the prep and, you know, it becomes a bigger operation because you say, yeah, being durable and being fit is actually more useful than being good half the time, I think, being the best half the time. Amen, brother. Yeah, I mean, I feel pretty deeply about this, yeah. Well, on that deep, insightful, thoughtful note... You've got tears in your eyes. We'll call it a day. Make sure you get on the Flats and Shanks ITV, STV podcast, yeah. download it. Yeah, It's going to be fantastic. We've got some great guests on all the way through this series. It's the second series we've done. I don't know if you knew that. They knew that. Uh, they knew that. Yeah. Six Nations time, innit? Get on it. And the big um, boys. Good luck, yeah. Bye. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.